0: Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. i so <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. I'm so excited that you all are here to join us today, where we are at Enterprise Life Radio, everyday people doing extraordinarily amazing things, talking about topics on family fun and funds, entrepreneurship, enterprise, and parenthood. Today we have none other than the Ella Rucker on. Thank you so much for being with us, Ella Rucker. This is so exciting to have her on. She is a director of operations for Mentor Monday and co-founder of the Weekend Startup School. And so, for this second episode, I am so excited to have none other than the Ella the dot com. That's my nickname for her, <laughs> and she is going to be bringing us a topic on. From Welfare to Walt Disney World, How Staying Positive Gives Staying Power. So come on, Ella, give us your topic. I can't wait to hear what we are going to talk about today. Let's
1: go. Well, thank you so much, Kenyatta, for having me on today. I appreciate it and applaud you for starting something so wonderful and having me on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to talk today about, you know, my 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 journey from being on welfare as a single mom and you know making the right social media connections to uh be able to work from home instead of you know going back to the corporate world where after I had my my daughter so that's why I'm here wow, and so what was
0: it that made you transition make that transition and what was it that led you with your daughter and so to take such a big leap?
1: Well, what happened is um, I actually ended up having my daughter because I got let go of a position and I just for some reason didn't want to have um, – I didn't think I could have a child, you know, without without any work. And so once I did and um, I had her, all the wheels started falling out. Uh, my car broke down, my um, unemployment ran out, my benefits, or you know, everything just kind of went south at the same time. So I went the traditional route, and I went to um, the welfare office for job employment, you know, job help or whatever, and all the things that they were telling me were very um, discouraging. You know, I went to college. Even though I didn't graduate, I went to college, and it was very detailed. I went for medicine, so I, you know, I I had a pretty decent education, and um, I had 17 years in my field. So I knew I could command a certain amount of money. Um, of course, they want to send you to certain jobs, like um, seasonal jobs, Target, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you just came off from of making a certain amount of money and you have a certain level of education and your resume says this, that, and the other. You have that. A group of, huh? <laughs> I Are said you're like, right. And nobody's trying to hear you. Right. And a group of people were telling me that I couldn't do what I just what I just come from doing so that was, um, you know, my 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 mentality couldn't take that. Um I it wouldn't I wouldn't accept it because it just it, it made no sense, you know, and I did try for the marshall's jobs but of course they always tell you uh that you're overqualified. They know you're not gonna stay. Um, even on the loyal list, I would have stayed. But they didn't believe that and it just it just you know, it just was it was going bad in every direction. So, um I just decided that, um, I wanted to fill a gap on my resume. That's very important, It's filling that gap on your resume where, you know, you missed employment on this side and you need employment on the other side so that you can get a job. And I didn't have that. So when I saw this blogger online, I asked her if she would be the person who helped me fill that gap. Um, I do administrative work, which, you know, in some instances, we've all done administrative work for our jobs. And um turns out that she also needed a writer and um somebody to do content and production for her site. And as I grew into the role, I took over those different um those different titles and it became my career instead of just something that um to fill to, to fill the gaps the next big thing in telecom, which is what my field was.
0: Wow. <clears throat> so would you say that you always had a passion? for blogging and writing, or was that something that you discovered after working with her?
1: No, I've always written uh, since I was younger, and I actually lived in Ohio until 1999, like the same house my mom, you know, bought when I was a kid. We lived in that house. And we still own that house. So, you know, I was really, wow. I had a lot of roots in Ohio. But then in 1999, I decided I was going to move to New York to be a writer because I was a poet on the circuit. I was winning contests. I was doing all kinds of things. I performed with... um This group played Nubians way back in the day as a contest winner. And so I knew I had something going on with writing, but then once I moved to New York, and I did poetry here for a little while, but it was just a different kind of environment for me. And I was, you know, meeting new people, doing new things, my new career. So I just kind of got off into those things. And then um, once I realized that there was a place out there where you could make your own career again in writing, that chance, because I was already pretty decent at writing.
0: Wow. <clears throat> That's a phenomenal story and phenomenal history, especially with, with uh, the heritage of your home. You know, there's nothing like that in the world. Um, yeah. Now, a little bit more about your blogging, because I know that you are really big in the blogging circuit, and you have actually made blogging a monetary and, and otherwise lucrative field for you. So tell us a little bit about that. How How have you... Been able to um, take your blogging, and your writing skills, and turn them into cash. I know you said you were able to win some contests. So um, how has it been? You know, as of late.
1: <laughs> well, blogging now is. I'm. I'm. There's a lot of people out there who think that bloggers should not work for free. And my whole thing is, I started working for free. There's a lot of different conversations you become a part of when you work for somebody for free. You know, they let you into a lot of different rooms because they pay you um and opportunities. You know, I've been like I said, I've been from I went from welfare to Walt Disney World and Walt Disney World was really a perk, you know, more so than anything. I was somebody's assistant when I went to Disney World the first the first time and then the second time I went on my own with my daughter, the third time assistant again. And the fourth time I went as a speaker. So, you know, it you know, and this is all blogging related. Like every one of these needed a blog to go with it or a series of blogs, tweets, social media, you know, that's how it, pay, it pays for, you pay for those trips and those types of things. But they also bring you exposure. Um, so blogging now for me is, you know, there's a little bit of free here and there's some paid stuff there. And then um, my new platform, my new pet peeve, and I haven't even written about this yet, but I will, is about, you know, blogging I don't think is a career so much so as there's a platform for your career. And at this point, monetization of your blog should really be, in speaking engagements or um, writing books, you know, you. it's nice to, it's nice to have an e guy, and I have one actually, as your free offering, but you should also have a book, a workbook, um, a web series, a podcast, something else to um, substantiate or get sponsors um, to help you monetize. So um, blogging to me, it, it's definitely, you know, something that everybody needs to do or – it, it definitely helps everybody who has some sort of passion, but blogging can't be the end-all and be-all of how you make your money. And some people can. I mean, I mean, you know, of course, it's always a qualifier. There's always somebody out there to make me wrong. But for the grand scheme of things, for most people, they should be looking for another way to make their money as well. So multiple streams of income, basically. Well, yep, definitely. And your, plat- your platform and your blog should be where you basically, it should actually turn into your own little Etsy shop. You know, this is my book. Buy it. This is um, where you can find my other articles. Read them. This is uh, where you can find me doing Enterprise Life Radio. Go, go, click it. You know, this is this is it should be um, how they find you. Of course, you should always give them information and knowledge, fun facts, whatever it is you offer them. But at the same time, you should be um, directing them to your other offerings as well. You know, Facebook is not going to be. Uh, Facebook is going to be less – Facebook should not be something that you lead people to. People should come from Facebook to your blog, you know, and then you should direct them back out because, you know, Facebook is just is just another platform, just like your blog, just like Twitter. Any All those things are just platforms for you to sell something else. And, I mean, that's just – if you want to monetize, that's pretty much how you're going to do it.
0: Wow. You just said a lot of things there um teaching me things that I know I need to do in my personal business and the things that I want to do um as far as blogging. Um next I want to talk about consistency, but before we talk about consistency, you mentioned that you have a book, that you have an mm-hmm. ebook. Where is that? Where can people find that?
1: If you go to com, and I I'll, I'll send you the link so you can put it in the notes. But com. Awesome. it's called um it's a long title and it's funny cuz I I cracked myself up. So I'm like, you didn't realize you had to remember this title every time you said it. But it's TikTok (laughs) goes the blog clock, the what, why, and how having 365 days of content today. So. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. It's, and so I wrote that e guy and I, and actually, um, that that e guide is monetized. So I wrote it for somebody else. Like I get to, you know, sell it wherever I want. But I don't make. I made the money on the front end, not the back end. So they own it. I don't own it anymore. But it it lends credence to my brand. And you know, like people say, that's you know, people are like, oh, you don't make money. No, you don't make money. I made my money off the front. But the best part about it is being able to tell people I'm associated with Blogilates, and I wrote this book about blogging, so I know what I'm talking about. So it's another way to monetize something.
0: So what I'm hearing is, is several things. And one of the most important things is presence, using your blogging as uh, to build presence and awareness and to help tell people where to go in order to purchase whatever other products and services that you have to offer. And then also um, reputation as far as um, building relationships, right?
1: That's correct. Yeah, it's definitely all about relationships. I mean, People, it's not just a tweet and run kind of thing. You have to talk to people. You have to know who they are, what they're about, how they align with your clients or your your customers or your audience. Because if they don't, then there's no. You're, I mean, I cannot waste. You know, there's never a time waste to make a connection, but there's definitely a, you know a strategic way to do it so that every connection is valuable, and you're valuable to the people that you're connecting with as well.
0: Wow wow excellent 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 knowledge now <clears throat> i am 100% about entrepreneurship and enterprise and learn how to get out there and put your voice out there but it it i'm also the the basic fundamentals of what i do and and how i help people along is the mindset so talk to us a little bit about the mindset um behind who you are what you do and why and give us some pointers as far as what you believe, um, the mindset that has helped you to get where you are now?
1: Well, one of my key um, mindsets is really never doubting what you really see. You know, there's a lot of people out there who don't see what I see. They don't understand what I do, um, and they don't understand how I make money doing it. But there's a vision and a plan in place, and you can never let anybody else talk you out of that plan. Um, you know, it's hard work, and trust me, there's a support system in place. Cause I, like, making money is not – there's not a lot of money in what I, I've i done so far, but there definitely will be a bigger payoff if I keep doing it. Like you said, consistency is the key. So I have a great support system, great friends and family who help me, you know, on those months where everything doesn't come together, you know, as an entrepreneur you have to wait for other entrepreneurs to pay you or people to understand that you gave them value or whatever it is. So um, that's important to have that in place so that you know, even if you don't get paid or something doesn't happen, that you have a support system. But the mindset is really just, um, you know, giving good value, not taking it too personally when something happens and you can't work with somebody else again. Um, Like I said, making sure you have those social connections, you know, that the in real life, connections, that you're not using people, that you give value every time somebody comes to you. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk is huge in my world, in my circle. It's called, He has thank you economy. He has, you know, give, 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 and then ask, you know, for business. And I work with a lot of people who actually, I mean, subscribe to Gary's philosophy and who know Gary. And I've actually met him and he's been – I've interviewed him before um, and I, I, su- I suggest anybody read his books, you know, Thank You, Economy, or um, Jab, 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 Right Hook, because it's all about... You said that having... was who? Uh, I'm sorry?
0: You said that was Gary who?
1: Gary Vaynerchuk, V-A-Y-N-E-R-C-H-U-K. Um, his company, VaynerMedia, actually did um, social media for Oprah. So, um, so he... He 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 definitely has a lot to say about you know reciprocity in relationships on the social social networking. Um, so that's so my mindset is always on that it's always giving to other people because those people will give back to you. There's people I've, I've asked to work with more than one time and I've never worked with them but I still support them and they support me. Um, They'll always answer my questions. They're always there for me. You know that so so that you know, just 'cause you don't work with somebody and they're not paying you money doesn't mean they're not working for you in some way. You know, there's always that mental mm-hmm. in your head or you know. So
0: And that's so important when you talk about the support system. It's not just about um family, but it friends, associates, business partners, um, you know, power networkers, um, all of those different lines really play into the validity of your brand as a person. So let's talk about your brand just for a few minutes. What is your brand?
1: My brand for 2015 is um, is helping entrepreneurs and the Mentor Monday. I mean, like, Mentor Monday is not my brand, but it is my business. So for this year, it's becoming ramped up in being an expert and being an entrepreneur. Before I was blogging and um I'll always have knowledge about being a blogger, but as a blogger we have to move to a new level and so it with that mindset, um, live events and making sure that the that, that we're mentoring people into um their the greatness for their business is what I'm gonna do this year. And then of course, um, I wanna do speaking, but that's that's all to uh augment the mentor Monday brand.
0: So tell us a little bit more about the Mentor Monday brand and what you do there.
1: <clears throat> um, Mentor Monday is practical advice for your big dreams. It's hosted by Paul Carrick Brunson. It airs live on Spreecast. You can find it going by going to com slash users with an S slash Paul dash Carrick. I mean, that's that severe, or you can just find it on com. And what that is is we've taken it and we've, like you said, diversified it. At first it was just a virtual live uh, show you could watch every couple of weeks with guests who tell you about how they've made their dreams a reality and they give you practical tips on how you can do the same thing in your business and you can apply it. And there's a network there and a community that people, you know, kind of tap into to ask questions and support each other. That's one um, and I produce the show, so I make sure the guests get there, and you know, as the show goes along, supportive links are there, and you know, conversation keeps going, those kinds of things. For Mentor Monday Mastermind, which you're part of, is we we had, on Mentor Monday the show, and we make them a little bit more intimate. There are seven to ten people in these groups, of about 650 people, um, and they get to mentor, they get to mastermind with each other. Take their um pain points and talk about them every couple of weeks with a group of people who are like minded, who have also have businesses, who have pain points and may be able to um give them practical advice for what they need. That's the second vertical. And then the third vertical are our live events. We had one in November. It was the one day intensive mastermind where we took about twenty different entrepreneurs and we gave them uh- we gave them uh university um master's level professors we gave them um Paul and them my expertise and we gave them the expertise for everyone in the room and we just sat down for twenty minutes for each person and gave them um you know what's your big problem, give you support, give you answers you know give you best practices and our advice on how we've handled those problems you know soft criticism, you know very loving criticism about why we wouldn't or wouldn't do something. It was a very, you know, collaborative environment. So that was the second vertical. Then that's the third vertical, and we're taking that one step further with a two-day event um, in March, March seventh and eighth. And you can go to WeekendStartupSchool.com to dot com to learn more about that. That's WeekendStartupSchool.com, dot com. And for March seventh and eighth, we'll have about fifty entrepreneurs who are being in eight different lectures. I think it's eight different lectures. What they do is. For two hours, one hour is about one hour of lecture and case study, and then the next hour is questions for each person who's going to speak. And we have Tiana Smalls, Mike Street, Stacey Ferguson, Warren, uh, I don't know, I can't remember, Warren Brown, uh, Lauren Bias. We have all kinds of entrepreneurs. We have professors. It'll just be like the culmination of, you know, masterminding and, you know, networking so people can get better ideas more concrete um, answers about funding and marketing and those kinds of things from people who are doing it right now in the space.
0: So basically what you all have done is taken the first live event, doubled the time, doubled the participants, and upped the ante with the amount of um, high-profile entrepreneurs to come and sit and talk one-on-one, well, not actually one-on-one, but in a very intimate group setting.
1: Exactly, yep, and that's exactly what we done. And, and what we did, honest, is we took people from a good portion of the people um, from the Mentor Monday sessions that we have on the virtual spreecast and invited them to be guests because people are always asking us to have more of them, so we brought mm-hmm. more to the table.
0: <laughs> now, um, those spreecasts, I don't know if you all have had an opportunity to join in and have just a little glimpse of what the spree casts are about. But every time they have a spree cast and uh this is why I just I appreciate and admire Ella so much. She does so much. No one would ever know how much this woman does and she does it flawlessly. She does it with with pizzazz and, and eloquence. She is just the bomb when it comes to business and operations and, and directing and everything. It's just wonderful what she does. But anyway so, name some of the people that you all that uh, have been on this freecast. Some of the bigger names that have been on. Oh, they're all big names, but some of the people that have been on this free freecast.
1: Well, thank you so much for saying I'm the bomb. But you know, it's all about teamwork, and definitely, you know, you all, you, you know, you helped me, and and just building a team, and that's one of the things you're trying to mentor people on. Is you know, it's all about building your team and your network so that these things can go as flawlessly as possible. Um, the names we've had, we've had. Um, Sadella Marley, Angie Collins, we've had Eric Thomas, Dennis Kimbrough, Lamar and Ronnie Tyler, Zara Green, Alfred Edmund Jr., who's a senior VP of Black Enterprise, for whom I work now. Um, we also had on the show um, Mike Street. We've had Evita, uh, what is Evita, I want to say her last name is turquoise. I can't remember her last name, but I talked, because, you know, now I know her as a, as a person, so Evita, She's my friend on Facebook, and I'm so sorry, Evita. But she's part of the Nomadness <laughs> Tribe. She's the, the founder of the Nomadness Tribe, a black travel group, who if you watch TV these days, they're all over the place. Um, we also have had, um, I don't know if I said Mike Street, but he's going to be one of the speakers, Stacy Ferguson, who's part of Blog Blog Alicious, who I told you I wrote the e Guy for, actually sponsored one of, Mentor, one of the Mentor Monday sessions with Issa Ray. And um, so, you know, we have, like, a back-and-forth relationship with um, and with Stacy personally. You know, that, that's just, you know, I want to show that there's, like, a social, there's a networking kind of component to it. You know, these people aren't just people that come okay. on our show. That, right. They aren't just people that come on the show. They're people that we do business with in different ways. Um, same with, like, um, Alfred Edmund Jr. He, he'll drop in on a couple of shows and, you know, basically produce the show because he'll have, you know, backup information from Black Enterprise that he, he brings in. Lamar Tyler has had to step in once on um, hosting. Chris Burns was on our show, and he had to step in on hosting because sometimes Paul loses connectivity. Um, so it's not well, we're not just building um, – we're not just interviewing people. We're bringing people into our community, into our fold, and they're they're adding value wherever they can. And, you know, there's people who actually started businesses together through Mentor Monday. So uh, we, I mean, I'm really proud of the community because I don't think that, I mean, we're facilitating this, but they're taking it upon themselves to make it an actual movement and to come together and make their businesses stronger by using the, the resources that are provided to them.
0: That is oh. phenomenal. Yeah, and Russ
1: Terry. Uh, Russ, Russ Terry was on our show, and um, he has uh, what's the name of his show? He has a show, a, a coaching show on Blog Talk Radio as well, and he's actually built a whole network as part Coach, of our Life exactly. Coach Radio Network. Exactly, and he and he actually pulled a couple people from our Mentor Monday, um, built real relationships with them, and now they're on his network. So you know, yeah. I know.
0: I was one, I was one. Uh, We're running down to the last 20 seconds of this show, and I was going to ask you another question, but I'm learning how to keep my time. So how can people connect with you? What are the best ways to connect with you to start um, building that community that you were speaking of?
1: Just check us out on this Monday or, you know, tweet at me at Ella Laverne with an E on the N, and I'd love to talk to you about what you need for your business. Thank you so much, Ella. Thank you very much for having me, All right.
0: Well, I believe the show has ended. We have done a phenomenal job. We got a lot of wonderful talking points, and I'm just so excited. Thank you for coming on the show. You know, I'm uh, one of the throng's biggest fans. You know, I follow you wherever you go. So oh, um, you. I'm just so excited for everything that you're doing. You always got something cool going on. Well,
1: thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm sorry, my daughter, I don't want to hear her in the background, but thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't even hear her in the background until just now. But uh, okay. thank you again, okay. and we will, well, thank you so much. Have a good evening.
1: No problem. Thank you. No, really, thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great night. <laughs> right. Bye. You Bye. too. Bye-bye.